March 1st, 2017. You're listening to Serious Video Games Business. I'm your host, Ben Gould. How the fuck are you? How are you? Sorry for that. That probably popped into the microphone a little too loud. Didn't mean didn't mean to offend the ears. Um, well, Ben, then you shouldn't be doing a podcast. All right, you know, if you're going to be like that, go fuck yourself, all right? Big news this week, right? Well, first off, I, apologies all around. Um, I could have done a, a proper podcast this, this past Sunday, recorded it, dropped it on Monday or Tuesday like I normally do. But uh, God damn it, you know, that, uh, that fucking dog wears me out. <laughs> uh, so I, I kind of just took Sunday afternoon off. And, uh, you know, here I am right now uh, on my way home. Got a little bit of time. Just want to talk about the gaming news this week. Hope that's okay. Big news this week, the Nintendo Switch releases on Friday, March 3rd, that's this week, in case, you know, couldn't put that together, right? This Friday, the Nintendo Switch drops. That seems so sudden to me. I mean, have you ever seen a console get, like, less time to get hyped and also drop at, like, the weirdest fucking time. Have you ever seen a... Dude... Some, I, I can't do this, but if you're out there, fucking for your own satisfaction and for mine too, get on Google. Find out, has any console ever dropped in, in March? I feel like every console that I've ever heard of, ever, has always released, like... October at the earliest, and then November, December, because Christmas, obviously. People want the fucking Christmas present. They want that new console, kids specifically, so it's like, it's the best time to release a console. Nintendo's saying, fuck that shit, we're releasing it in March. I don't think that's a good <laughs> I mean, I'm not fucking, that's not really the edgiest opinion in the world, um, but that's... God, that's, I just don't feel like that's a sound business strategy, you know? Nintendo's, you know, the Wii U sold horribly. They're killing it off after three and a half years, unceremoniously. They're, they're doing the Nintendo Switch, but it's like the Nintendo Switch, it's like, I've heard great things about the new Zelda, Breath of the Wild, but is... Breath of the Wild gonna hold you over until fucking Christmas time when more Switch games come out? Come on, man. That just that just doesn't feel right. Like they they gave the they announced the Switch back in what October or November with like a little teaser trailer showing you like kind of the stuff it could do, but no specs, no price, no release date, no nothing. Right? And then in January, just a couple months ago. If I would have recorded this yesterday, it would have been last month. I could have said last month they announced the Switch, right? I don't know why I keep saying right. Really bad crutch. (laughs) And I got the hiccups. Fantastic. Um, my, my God, man, it just feels like there's, there, you, you gotta, you gotta let that shit simmer. That's why all great announcements come at either E3 or around that time. That's the perfect amount of time. Sometimes, you know, we've seen in the past, Sony announced their PS4. Sony announced the PS4 like in January of the year it was released. So it had like a whole year to fucking just simmer 
get into people's brains. You know, by the time Microsoft announced what, uh, you know, the uh, Xbox One was going to be, people were already fucking past it. They were like, yeah, we, but we know what the PS4 is going to be. And it, it, Xbox One's launch fucking debacle. I mean, we don't even have to get into that stupid shit. It was, it was so silly what they tried to do. But I, I respect the balls that they had to try and... <laughs> to try and make used games obsolete. Because uh, in the end, if we're being completely honest and we're being fair, um, used games really do kill developers. Um, it's absolutely 100% the truth. Uh, and it's kind of unique because it's like... It's because games are so expensive. It's like, you know, used DVDs, used Blu-rays don't kill the movie industry because it's like there's not a huge market for them. Why? Because Blu-rays and DVDs are fairly affordable. I mean, if you want, like, the latest Blu-ray, it's what, like 20 bucks, maybe 25 bucks, 30 bucks for a special edition or something? I mean, that's that's pretty reasonable. People will drop that just to get a new copy of, of a new movie. A video game being $60, though, for some reason, once you cross over that $50 threshold, people start, like, eh, because it's, like, even if you're, like, decently paid, and I consider decently paid, like, $20 and over. Not, uh, let's be fair, $15 and over. If you're $15 and over, I, I feel like you're getting, that's, like, a, you know how people are saying that's the livable wage. It, it is kind of the livable wage. But let's let's say 20. 20 is like a fair price for... That's that's concretely middle class, I feel like, these days, right? So you make 20 bucks an hour. All right, that's before taxes. So it takes three hours of work to afford a brand spanking new video game. Again, without sales tax, right? There's just something that, like, triggers in people's brains where it's like, you know, I'll pay for a brand new movie using one hour of work. You don't even sweat that. Like, paying for things that's one hour of work. Like, for instance, every week, every weekend, me and my wife, we go we go out and get breakfast. All right? We make that breakfast money now. I don't feel like, you know, we, we get breakfast and it's like about an hour's worth of work for me, for what I get paid, right? About. We're not getting into specifics. All right, Ben, just get on with it. All right. So, I don't really sweat it because it's like, all right, I want fucking, I love a delicious breakfast every week, and uh, I hate, like, have you ever fucking, we're way off on a tangent, but you know when, like, you wake up on the weekend or you got a day off and it's like you want a big breakfast, but fucking, like, is there more of a pain in the ass than, like, making a big breakfast yourself? Like, pancakes, eggs, toast, home fries, or hash, or fucking all that shit. It takes so fucking long. It's like, I don't want to do that. The joy of having a delicious big breakfast is having someone else make it for you. Ugh. Can't, can't, can't go back. Even if I were to fucking, you know have tragedy befall me and, and like, we were in the poorhouse or whatever, I would find a way to make, make sure we still had breakfast every week. Anyway, way off tangent. But you know what I'm saying? Like, something like that, I wouldn't sweat. But if breakfast suddenly cost me $60, uh, 
even if it was like the best breakfast in the world, I'd have to be like, yeah, I don't, mm, now we can't do that. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> do, do they have a used breakfast market? So used games do kill developers because it's like, there's, like I said, doesn't kill other industries because every it feels like other entertainment is affordable. Music on iTunes is affordable. You know, there are no more CDs, really. So if you want a used CD, you can pick one up super cheap. Same thing with DVDs. You can get used DVDs and shit, but really, why? Um, but video games, it's like sometimes you just want to play a video game, and sometimes it's a crapshoot. If you pick up a brand new video game and it sucks a dick, you're like, wow, that was 60 bucks, $60 plus tax. And here in Rhode Island, sales tax is 7%. So what is that? Like four change? Almost $5 in tax? So $65 for a brand spanking new game. And it's fucking... You know, and, and it's like, that's why... The, now you may say, like, well, that's why reviews exist. Exactly. That's why we have these things. What other entertainment medium? Like, yeah, obviously movies have reviews and stuff, so you don't waste your time and money. But it's like... Even if a movie gets a bad review, I'll still go see it if I think it's, like, <laughs> up my alley. Like, I went and saw last year, um, what did I see? Uh, fucking The Purge. <laughs> I saw whatever The Purge, uh, Independence Day or whatever the fuck it was called. Horrible reviews. And it wasn't a good movie, but it was, like, so fucking brainless and stupid but it was so perfect because there was like nothing else in theaters and I'm like, let's just shut off our brains for a little bit, honey, and go see the fucking Purge because we liked the first one and just see some stupid shit and it was great because some sometimes when you go into a movie and you're like, this is going to be some dumb shit, it helps, it helps. Helps with games too, by the way. I still maintain that one of the best games I've ever played of all time is Alpha Protocol. And I, I probably said this, like, on episodes way past. Um, but that game got such bad reviews, and then I saw it... <laughs> I saw it in, the, in GameStop for, like, three bucks used. And I was like, alright, let's give it a go. And I fucking play... I love that game! Alpha Protocol is a fucking... So Alright, it's not a solid game, because there are tons of glitches and shit. But you know what? Actually, I played, like, a patched version. It was pretty good. There's some janky combat in it, and, like, the stealth isn't all there. But it's, like... If you, if you would have told me that you could make, like, an action RPG based on, like, being a spy and all the stealthy shit, I would have been, like... I don't know if that's a good combo with, like, a Bioware slash Obsidian dialogue tree and all that. Man, they fucking nailed the dialogue tree in that game. The best, best, I'll go out and say it right now. Best dialogue tree in any game ever. Ever! Mass Effect, Fallout, even the old games that were all text and gave you real detailed answers. Go fuck yourself. Alpha Protocol was the first game I ever played where you're having a conversation with someone and it'll give you a fucking time limit. And I so appreciated that challenge because it was like, number one, it forces you to make a decision on the fly like you would as a real person. Because when you're having a conversation with people, you can't just stop talking for a minute while you think about what you're going to say. Eventually, the person that you're talking to is going to be like, what the fuck is your problem? Say something. 
And that's what happens in this game. And I love that. Fucking, if you ever have the chance to play, if, you, if you're still playing on last consoles, and you love RPGs, and you love shit like, you know, Mass Effect and, and Fallout and whatever, give Alpha Protocol a chance. It's a shit game in terms of, like, uh, glitches and, like I said, janky combat, and there's no better way to explain it. It's just, it just doesn't feel, like, fluid or whatever, but whatever. Go play it. Oh, and, and the main character sounds like Garfield. That was, that was my main gripe with the game, is the main character's voice actor sounded like if you ever saw Garfield, the animated series, growing up. Or, or the movies where it's just like, Bill Murray, talking like this. It, that's kind of like, that's kind of like what the main character talks like. So even when you select like snarky dialogue options, I'm just not feeling the snark. <laughs> I feel like the guy's just a douchebag. Um, so yeah, so what were, what were we talking about? Used games, which, <laughs> which led to, we were talking about used games and the used games market killing uh, developers because, I mean, if you're going to pick up, like, for instance, I really want to play Yakuza 0, um, and people who love the Yakuza series love it and would spend $60 easily on it, uh, but reading reviews, it's got kind of mixed reviews, and it's like, to a person like me who's never played the Yakuza series, it's like, well, what that tells me is I should wait until the game's like 30 bucks, and then I'll trade something in, or just swing by, pick, because 30 bucks, that's manageable, if I end up not having a, you know, a good time with it, actually, you know what, I should kind of, I'm, I'm having a revelation right now, I think that's what my, my fucking rating system's gonna be, and yes, I realize I just said that used games are killing, uh, are killing the industry, but it's like, it's, it's just a fact of life, right? I think my new rating system, instead of stars, instead of rating it on a scale of 10 or whatever, my new rating system is going to be what price would I pay for the game? Would I go out day one, spend $60 on it? Like I would say a Final Fantasy 15 or a Witcher 3, um, or would I wait until it comes down to, like, the, you know, 30 or $40 range like I would with a Yakuza? Or uh, what else is coming out? Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, I'm going to wait till that's probably in the $30, $40 range. Uh, or should you wait until it's, like, you know, in the 5 to 20 you know, 5 to $25 range? You know, the alpha protocols of the world. The games that were just panned. You know, they've been out for a long time. You should give it a shot, though, you know, because now that you, now that the price of entry is so low, you'll really enjoy the game. Fuck it, I just revolutionized the, the whole review system on this show. Now, if I could actually sit down and write a review, I will fucking use it. Um, so anyway, this whole conversation started because we were talking about Xbox One's botched uh, fucking announcement and rollout. Getting back to the Switch, who I feel is having a bit of a botched rollout, because what are people going to fucking play besides Zelda for the next few months? Snipper clips? Nah. Nah, nah, nah. 1-2 Switch? Nah. Bomberman R? Nah. The fuck are people going to play? Squidbillies? I mean, fucking, uh... <laughs> Squidbillies. Uh... Squid, um... Splatoon. <laughs> 
Splatoon. They're fucking re-releasing that. The Mario Kart 8, I think they're up to. They're going to re-release... So they're basically going to re-release a bunch of Wii U games that people didn't play because nobody bought a Wii U, but they think they're going to buy a Switch. Maybe they will. This is the first Nintendo console that I would actually say that they're targeting adults more than they are children. Just look at their fucking advertisements. They're all fucking hipsters in their 20s. You know, playing this thing. And they're releasing it in March. Kids can't ask for this shit unless it's for their birthday. Or they can't ask for it for Christmas for fucking months. Oh. Oh. I'd be in agony if I was a child. Hey. I'm just saying. Me personally, I think it's going to do better than the Wii U. Because the Wii U was a pile of garbage. Anything will do better than that. But I'm worried, man. I'm worried that, you know, the controller is... a (laughs) <laughs> controller looks funky, you know, and, and is and is quote-unquote innovative as it is, uh, I'm just not feeling it. It looks like it's going to be uncomfortable to hold, or you could buy the fucking Pro controller, which isn't going to be as good as the Xbox, the PS4 controller, and it's still going to set you back, what, another 60, 70 bucks? Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Here's my rating system. I'm going to fucking wait until the Switch is like $150 before I buy that. You know what I want right now? I want fucking... (laughs) I want to trade in my 3DS, and it looks like Nintendo finally got their shit together and started making more 3DSs. So I'm going to get myself a 3DS XL, finally. Um, You know why I'm excited for it again? You know, I've been playing Animal Crossing, been playing Brain Age, been playing Mario, whatever. It's all well and good. Until I don't even know where this thought came in my head this week. This is some, like, serious ADD shit, but it's, like, somewhere in the course of my workday, I was like, I want to hear the soundtrack. The soundtrack to a Sega Genesis game popped in my head, and that game is Steel Empire. Did you ever play Steel Empire? Easily my favorite Sega Genesis game. Easily. I probably put more hours into that fucking game than any other game on that system. And I know I said I I love Zero Tolerance and shit, and I had an episode, like, a year ago where I talked about the Sega Genesis, and I don't even think I mentioned Steel Empire, because it just, it was lingering in the back of my brain, and then, like, all of a sudden, I was, I was at work, and then I heard, dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, what the fuck is that from? And I was like, oh shit, I remember that's the song from like the title screen for Steel Empire. Oh my god. And then I, I fucking YouTubed it, listened to the soundtrack, um, Wikipedia it. I didn't, this is the most surprising thing to me about that game. That has like a dedicated, serious Wikipedia page for a 16-bit game that, like, I didn't really fully know the story for. It was, like, a really in-depth story to that game about fucking politics and empires and and shit. And I'll get into it one day. But this is the thing. I was reading the Wikipedia page, and it said, like, oh, you know, some fans were clamoring to have it, you know, remastered or released, and the, the guy who made it was like, it can't be, blah, 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 it's tied up in licenses, and then, and then, just as I was bumming out, because I'm like, oh, that sucks, because of all, like, the HD remasters in the world, I would fucking love a Steel Empire remaster, 
sure enough, bottom of that paragraph was like, oh, but then in 2015, somehow this guy got a development team together and they fucking re-released Steel Empire on the 3DS with added 3D effects. I'm like, what? What? Holy shit, and sure enough, I went on my 3DS later, selling it for 10 bucks. But you know what? I don't want to play it, because it's one of my favorite games of all time, and I want to, I want to play it on a bigger screen. <laughs> I'm sure I'd enjoy it right now, but it's like, I need to play it on a bigger screen. Need to. Absolutely. I wish I could play it on my PS4 or something, and they just did, like, redrawn art and everything. But... I'm so super psyched. I'm like, wow, it, you know, it doesn't look like they changed fundamentally a lot about it, but the graphics look pretty crisp and they added some fucking, you know, not crazy 3D effects, but 3DS effects where shit's in the background. That's all you can ask for with a 2D game. I'm fucking psyched. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. And I was looking, I'm like, oh, so what other Sega games have they done? on the 3DS, and it's like, yeah, they've done Sonic and all that shit, Sonic, but it's like, Sonic, I never really got into, and it's like, of all the Sega Genesis games, it's like, they got Sonic and, like, some other shit I've never heard of, you know, and then Steel Empire, like, out of nowhere, so it's like, obviously, I'm not the only one who appreciated the fuck out of that game, so, super psyched. Oh, I'm, I'm trading this fucking Game Boy soon. I'm, I'm getting Game Boy. This fucking 3DS. I'm getting the 3DS XL. I'm downloading Steel Empire. And that is going to be my go-to fucking game whenever I have, like, five minutes of downtime. Love that game. Love it. Go play it. If you ever... If you want to download the ROM or whatever, highly recommend it. So good. Um, so, anyway. Oh, here's my fucking uh, exit. So... I guess I'll fucking, uh, make my fucking exit. Was it necessary to have the two fuckings, Ben? You animal, can you just talk without swearing for just once? Well, I'm doing it right now, I'm trying. Alright, alright. Uh, so, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> uh, all that fucking doom and gloom. Good luck to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I hope, I really do hope it does well, because I don't want Nintendo to fail. Um, although they've done enough things in the past fucking eight years to deserve it. Eight or ten years. Um, you know, fucking, you know, one thing I'll say I do appreciate that game companies are doing, uh, thank you for finally releasing things on Friday, because it was a little ridiculous. Everything used to get released on Tuesday or, like, Thursday, and it's like, I don't want to have to stop after work you know, and pick shit up on a Tuesday, and then I'm not gonna have a lot of time to play it, got work the next day, blah, 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 release that shit on Friday, that's even better for school kids, too, because then you got the weekend, you can play all weekend, people are twittering about it, fucking Facebooking about it. it, it's, it's just, it's just better, it makes more sense, anyway, that's the show for this week, sorry for, you know, another car episode, uh, one of these days I'll get my shit together, and we'll do a proper episode again, uh, but until then, um, you know, at SVG, <laughs> at SVGB podcast on Twitter and SVGB podcast.wordpress.com or is it, I'm sorry, it's SVGB blog.wordpress.com. Holy fuck. Uh, go there for blog posts and where I post the episodes and updates and all that shit. Um, 
tell me how, the, if you pick up a Nintendo Switch, let me know how that is, because I'm not fucking getting it. That is a lower price tier for me. All right. Have a great week, everyone. Um, go play some fucking video games. If you can afford to, 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 to spend the money and take a little, you know, have to afford the experiment known as the Nintendo Switch, go for it. Um, otherwise, you're in the same boat I am, and you're like, uh, I, can we just release some more games uh, for the consoles we have now, please? All right. Ben, can we fucking wrap it up? You're almost home. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Have a good night. Go play some fucking video